This is Saturday Morning Mysteries. And we're your hosts, Alexis and Grace. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Saturday Morning Mysteries, hosted by Alexis, yours truly, and Grace, hers truly. That's me. (laughs) Truly. Truly, that's me. (laughs) Truly you. Not the drink, just the human Grace. Is that a drink? (laughs) Truly is a drink. It's a, oh. I think it's alcohol. Oh. It's not good. It's like the seltzer stuff. Oh. Anyway. Trash. Doesn't matter. Has nothing to do with our objective today, which is to talk about classic animated shows and put them to true crime format. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. We're super excited that y'all are back. You didn't abandon us after the first two episodes. We appreciate you for that. I almost abandoned us after those Aww. episodes. I'm joking. No, yeah. I got even more excited. We cut out the part in the middle of the episodes where Berg was like, I'm out of here. My mm-hmm. rider was not met. Where are my red only M&Ms? I am done with this shit. And then she left. I had to fly to DC, get her back. Like it was a whole thing. It was. My we recorded agents- the whole time. <laughs> My agents were not pleased with the way that the meetings went down, but they allowed it. They were like, you uh-huh. know what, Grace, you drive a hard bargain. So everything's a go. They we're were back like, come on, baby, we're back in business. She's crying so much. Please, Bird. Please, Alexis, go back to her. She won't please, stop crying in her please. office. Yeah. Her I couldn't stand have... to see Grace cry like that. I was like, yeah. Fine. Oh my gosh. Yeah, it's an <laughs> ugly cry, but it's not pretty. Um, in exciting news, we now have social media. Uh which maybe we'll go back and edit the first two to say that we have social media, but we now have social media accounts now. As of this recording, we do. Yes, exactly. <laughs> um, so Twitter and Instagram, give us a follow. Sat more mi- missed, uh, shortened all of the things. Um, all of the things, yeah. all the abreaves of mm-hmm. our, of our name. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like, go check that out. Give it a follow um, wherever you decide. We don't have a Facebook because I don't have Facebook and it sucks. So yeah. Yeah. We don't, we're not going to get any traffic on Facebook. Yeah. You see their stock earnings are way down yeah. or at least they're Yeah. So maybe it's a good time to not start a Facebook profile. Yeah, Zuckerberg's exactly. actually like, no, please start a Facebook <laughs> like, profile. Please, someone, <laughs> someone anywhere. anyway. Oh, sorry. Meta. My bad. Meta. Oh God. Jesus. We can't oh. even get it right. More yeah. reasons why we won't have a Facebook page because <laughs> yeah. we don't even know who owns them anymore. Truly, yeah, this video is probably gonna get taken down because they, <laughs> they're gonna flag that we just shit talked in. It's gonna they're gonna come like SWAT team into our homes. The metaverse. I'm, like looking out of my window now <laughs> for helicopters. <laughs> they may be approaching. Mm-hmm. Anyway, <laughs> moving on. Um, so we're continuing Scooby Doo today, um, and we're just gonna launch right in uh uh, as you saw we're going back and forth with our episodes so i'm i'm back on back on track for today uh unless you have any other business or things you needed to flag before we get started i don't think so i'm i'm ready to hear some scooby i'm ready to hear what uh what adventure what mystery they solved today great so i'm still on scooby Doo. where are you reminder wonderful the og of them all uh, I popped forward to season two. There's only two seasons of it. So the, Ooh. I guess, last season of Scooby-Doo, Where Are You? Uh, <clears throat> but started off with the first episode of uh, season two, which is Nowhere to Hide. Um, oh, boy. 
Yep. Yep. We're going to get into it. I mentioned it briefly to Burr this episode I did and I thought she had done it, but she just remembers it loosely, perhaps. Loosely. I'm going to, yeah. I'm going to guess how hide is spelt. Well, Tell me. In, okay. I'm going to guess it's spelled H-Y-D-E rather than H-I-D-E, but hey, I don't know if this episode is going to live up to my expectations of what I remember it to be. We'll see. Uh-huh. Well, I'm going to, I'll just launch right into it. Cause this is the first thing I talk about. Um, that's uh, yeah. We're going to go with uh Scooby-Doo where are you season two, episode one entitled nowhere to hide. Once again, a pun. Uh, yes. Uh, H Y D E a la Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde, which is, Wonderful. you know, showing the very cultured and worldly and refined, uh, world of scooby-doo with this classic literature reference they're like Um, we read books yeah we know how to read here at scooby-doo at hanna-barbera it was a it's a requirement (laughs) i guess actually probably yeah i mean i don't know maybe the animators don't have to there's animating but probably be helpful to do that um so which you know if you don't get what we're talking about at all by saying that this is a reference to something uh we're going to get into that briefly before we get into our episode just in case we don't want to assume um because i've actually never read uh what it's referencing yeah (laughs) we act like we know exactly what they're talking about but Mm. in reality yeah we just know like that we all know though like the the lore or the history of these characters that the book is based off of or the book is about but yeah well i'm gonna tell you either way because i wikipedia it uh to so act you practically like I read it. Yeah, I mean, I did. I did read Wikipedia. Fully goes into like spoiler central. It's not like a synopsis. It's fully. And this happens. And this happens. And this happens. Uh, yes, it's very useful. It's Modern like spark day notes. spark notes. Yeah. Oh, well, yes. Wow. It's uh, almost like we went to school together and studied together. Weird. Also, deep pro tip: If you've never looked at the Spark Notes Instagram, it is the funniest fucking thing in the world i did not know they had an instagram i am going to give them a follow as soon as we're yes, done recording it's though. just literature memes like it mm. is it's by far it's the only social media i essentially care about um oh god yeah there i mean there's a couple more that i'm sure i'll mention in some yeah in some various fashions but yeah that one's worth a follow but as of right now that one bark notes That's the only shout one. out to them um <laughs> okay so this is a reference the nowhere to hide Reference to Scottish author Robert Louis Stevenson's 1886 work, The Strange Case of Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. So this is a story, a novel of an experimental doctor, Dr. Jekyll, who wanted to get up to some mischief in order to indulge in his vices, which in 1886, I thought would be like jaywalking, seeing a woman's ankles, very scandalous. Um, So he created this potion serum thing that transformed his physical experience uh, appearance and took away his inhibitions so he can get up to those naughty tasks without anyone realizing it's him. So instead of like, you know, putting on a disguise, he just changed his whole form with science, I guess. I don't really, I guess if I read it, I would understand what happened. But anyways, uh, this alternate personality, um, and kind of like separate person is known as Mr. Hyde. Uh, as these things go, uh, Jekyll starts to transform himself more and more because he likes getting into that bad shit uh, until he starts to transform without needing the serum. 
I guess Hyde like straight up murders some people every now and then. So like, yeah, truly gets into some bad stuff. Uh, Dr. Jekyll at some point can't control the monster that he has become. He has to create a new serum that actually is changing him back into Dr. Jekyll because Hyde is like taking over. Um, Hyde is getting, Mr. Hyde is getting too strong. Uh, in the end, Dr. Jekyll kills himself so that he can also kill Hyde. So like classic old tales, it's a lot darker than uh, we turn into pop culture. So. Yeah, right. I guess you hear that reference like uh, Jekyll and Hyde and Mm -hmm. cartoons and songs just everywhere. And then you you learn the story. You're like, that's like super dark and depressing. Mm -hmm. And I also, I feel like that's kind of been readapted in so many films too, Mm -hmm. not specifically as Jekyll and Hyde, but kind of like how the Starcross lovers trope is like done over and over again. It's like that whole like internal Mm -hmm. monster coming out at night. Interesting. I may or may not read, that book now no you won't <laughs> but i want to i want to say that i did if there's a movie i'll for sure watch the movie i'll for sure hear what you decide to do <laughs> <laughs> i will tell you and that will be your reading or watching of the movie I book. <laughs> already read the wikipedia and watched the scooby-doo episode so so you practically wrote the original work <laughs> oh you didn't know it was a Sorry. scottish author from the 1800s yeah that's it's like my whole thing. <laughs> um, okay, I promise that this is all relevant information. So let's get into this one. Uh, our favorite cast of heroes, again, Mystery Inc. We've got Scooby, Shaggy, Velma, Daphne, Fred. Uh, they're driving home after their uh, some milkshakes or snacks from their favorite malt shop in town. And they're, you know, talking about things like the latest movies they've seen, which includes this one where this monster was waiting in the back of cars to surprise the victims, which Shaggy obviously hated. Velma basically thought it was cheesy and pedantic. Um, So what do you think happens right after that? Right after they're talking in the mystery machine about how monsters hide in the back of cars and pop out on people. (laughs) Yes. Your eye roll is correct. <laughs> That's right. If you're just listening to the podcast, I rolled my eyes. Like, I wonder. Um, uh, yes. Yes. I, I believe someone or something is going to pop out at them. Correct. Uh, this monster or at least stranger who is hiding back in the back of their van waiting to surprise them. Scooby pulls a blanket off and it's there. Um God, that would be terrifying. Sorry, that's like actually, that's the nightmare of most American women, but go on. Um, yes, I will. We're going to get into that too. Um, so I, I uh, basically, if like, yeah, so Scooby like pulls this blanket off and there's like this monster right there. And if this was like the start of some like, you know, yeah, star-crossed lovers rom-com, it would like freeze frame on like the monster who's like played by like Paul Rudd and it would be like, I bet how, you're wondering how I got into this situation. <laughs> type of thing. Um, uh, cheesy music plays in the background. Oh yeah, my exactly. God. And like rewinds to like how he got into that situation. Um, Five days earlier. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but it's not that. Yeah, it's like you said, way too real of a situation and is also, yeah, it's one of my worst fears. Whenever I get into my car, I, I lock the doors like, 
immediately yeah, like triple um, lock like <laughs> yeah and even like yeah when i'm leaving my car lock immediately like check the doors like uh, yeah we've all heard those horror stories of like a parking garage situation and yeah truly worst fear way too real that scooby-doo casually put this in there and i know like the 70s were lawless mystery machines <laughs> above the law but like Coolsville is full of crime and they didn't block their cars. Like they yeah. weren't worried about like a carjacking or like this. Just um, someone robbing like the stuff out of the van. I mean, there's yeah, yeah it's, it's a big, nice van that clearly has things in the back of yes. it. So at a minimum, if someone's not going to jack your whole van, they're going to yeah. jack the stuff that's in the back of it. Exactly. <laughs> so yeah. All right. Anyways, so let's backtrack to our uh, Paul Rudd, not actually Paul Rudd, because it's not a rom-com. I love Paul Rudd. Right? A a classic. That's why I I mentally went to him as my example right away. I'm glad you did. Can't go wrong with Paul Rudd. Um, So yeah, how did this monster stranger guy thing end up in the back of a van? Um, I do want to know, I don't really feel bad describing him as a monster. He's this like, like a swamp man he's got like this like sickly green skin and like straight like almost wet looking like a green matted down hair and this like droopy long face going on and Ew. saying monster feels very like mean and judgy because it's not like a like muddy swamp man type of thing he's just like an unattractive human yeah he's like Aww. i don't know like got like gangrene or something because his skin's green i don't know what he needs more vitamin c yeah there's something not healthy going on there uh so earlier that night uh while the gang was you know munching on their malts um in this crime ridden town uh this swamp man broke into the top floor of a building i don't know if it was like a museum or a collector's boutique or just a fancy shop uh, but wherever it was, it's it was featuring a rare jewelry collection that's on display all behind glass. It says rare above all of it. You know it's fancy because the animation is very sparkly oh. across this. Um, and we zoom in on clearly like the rarest and most fancy of them all, which is like this giant ruby necklace that's on its like own pedestal surrounded in glass um Mm. and clearly like the piece de resistance of this collection and the swamp man immediately keys into that like that is what he's here for um so he gets in through like this top floor window somehow like doesn't come in through the door yeah he's like scaled the very athletic (laughs) extremely especially over like little swampy guy maybe it's like sticky from all the mud or something Mm. uh true but either way rolls in through the window keys in on this ruby just like i don't know like breaks the glass or like opens it like he's not worried about like causing a scene and or any alarm system or anything n- not at all yeah. um yeah just like swipes it we see him downscale the building itself like descend the building and he's just like on the side of the building like a pro climber situation and uh as soon as he like uh, hits the ground there happens to be a cop right there who shouts it's the ghost of Hyde um mm. and starts to chase him down uh and this Hyde cop... is chasing the cop or the oh, cop no, no, no. is chasing sorry yeah no. the cop starts to chase Hyde the okay. ghost of Hyde 
Um, gotcha. So this guy's been causing some trouble. The cops are already like, oh, yep. we know you. Go get him. Gotcha. Okay. Yes. So specifically, uh, we can assume that, yeah, this is both from the cops' immediate reaction and later uh, Velma and Daphne, when they finally see said monster uh, or man, um, exclaim, <laughs> and I directly quote, he's that creepy jewelry thief who's been scaring everyone in town. So like <laughs> he's got a reputation. I guess there's a lot of like jewelry stores in Coolsville and things. I mean, they've got a museum. We already know they've got a lot of safes that people have. Like this is yeah. a pretty rich town. I was going to say, I'm like. starting to think the wealthy live in, only the wealthy live in downtown Coolsville. Yeah. And yeah. that like immediately on the outskirts, it's only like, dilapidated Victorian homes because that's usually yeah, where we end like, up. That have been moved from old <laughs> yeah. construction sites in some cases. <laughs> exactly. Um, so again, yeah, the, he he's on the run here. Um, and everyone knows about these crimes happening in Coolsville. And again, the, the gang is just out with their car unlocked. Apparently they had just come from the school's magic show, by the way, which... Every time they insert something about them being in school and like teenagers, it's <laughs> it throws me off for a second. It kind of um, like messes up the plot a little yeah. bit. Like they're so like, not teenagers. Yeah, like they went to the magic show now they're getting malts. Like this, it's none of it makes sense. This is my biggest like issue with the show. We don't see them in school. Anyways, uh, they always, as per usual, let the crime come to them. And they don't go mm-hmm. to the crime. They go to the mysteries though. So Swamp Man, um must have been, you know, on his run from the cop, like clearly wanted to find an easier getaway, wanted to find like a car to Jack or yeah, to hide in, to take him out um, of town. This swamp man is pretty speedy. So he gets away from the cop um, Mm -hmm. because conveniently for him, mystery van completely unlocked. And he just like gets into this, like, you know, essentially he's like windowless escape pod and just (laughs) covers himself with a blanket and, waits um doubly convenient for swamp man is that fred on their way home from the malt shop decides to take a quote-unquote shortcut home um and yeah they're all obviously pardon me like pissed about it they're like fred this is creepy we don't like driving. <laughs> the shortcuts is the shortcut is taking us through like haunted houses probably. yeah and also like didn't y'all grow up here? Like Fred would know the roads and yet he's, they're always on some accidentally. They get like lost or something. No, just maybe. I don't, I don't know. It's very unclear, but everyone's complaining about it. And Fred's like, I got this guys. Um, (laughs) And it's uh, again, convenient for swamp man because they're driving through like these marshy, again, creepy swamps that the ghost of Hyde just happened to be trying to get to. Uh, mm. So he like couldn't have picked a better car to stow away in because probably no one was driving that direction. Yeah. Um, yeah. Wait, that's super yes. lucky. Good right? Yeah. I know. Good for him. Um, and so, uh, yeah, once he's discovered again, Scooby rips off this blanket. Hi, Swamp Man. I'm here now. Thanks for the ride. Um, thanks for the free Uber. Uh, <laughs> and what I'm learning is the gang is usual fashion. They just like throw the van in park and everybody just like leaves. They scatter. Just, <laughs> full scatter. <laughs> it's every man for themselves. Like they don't give a shit about the rest of like the team at all. They just, they're not loyal. Like one for one, one for all, uh-uh. One for the one The most only. teenage thing about them. Like, yeah. Every man for himself. Yeah. I no longer care about you, only me. Um, 
So yeah, where they happen to stomp, like I said, stop, like I said, is in this swampy marsh. Like everything is dark and overgrown and just like covered in mud. There's fog. Um, and while all of them are scattering and finding a place to hide, they do see the ghost of Hyde instead of like jacking their car. They see him run off deeper into the fog and deeper into the swamp and carrying mm. this ruby necklace. Um, so let's pause and ask the question that we'll ask every single episode. Is this where Mystery Inc. calls an authority? <laughs> Maybe I will say it would be jumping to conclusions to assume that this creepy green man stole the ruby. Like maybe he just has a ni- nice necklace. Maybe he just purchased it from this collector. But why would he be running with it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like he was a stowaway in your car. So like you could at least report like, hey, I thought I was about to be kidnapped or like carjacked or like murdered. I'm a little broken in my car. Yeah. Yeah, Like my car was broken into. Yeah. There's still a crime (laughs) to be concerned about. Um, But uh, as always, the answer is obviously no, they don't. Um, They do assume that that necklace, uh, which I will say, like they kind of knew who the ghost of Hyde was. They knew he was a jewelry thief. So maybe it's like not a huge jump that he stole that Ruby. Um, But he did indeed, uh, or they did indeed decide to follow him into the darkness. As per usual, Freddie's suggestion, let's go get this jewelry thief. This is Brave man. Yes. Yes. Um, I also, I don't know the difference between a swamp and a marsh. And so I'm just going to call it both of them. I I don't know what, they could be the same thing. So I'm just going to act like Size and depth probably. Yeah. The other is probably like a hydrological situation we're not i am not an ecologist so i do not know (laughs) yes uh so pretty soon as we actually just talked about of course they find a old dilapidated house in the middle of this swamp um it's very much again it's very confusing where coolsville is actually located it's kind of like springfield in like the simpsons where like you don't know where in the u.s it is um because now this house is like i don't know giving me like old like bayou type of vibe especially that it's like a swampy area a louisiana or deep mississippi exactly very deep mississippi like also like a it's definitely haunted has a lot of ghosts type of vibe also (laughs) like a this is a hazard to walk into it could collapse on you at any second type of vibe um (laughs) all vibes that i do not like (laughs) yeah like all vibes that should give you pause okay yeah. like the old like cool bayou house like all right yeah, yeah, yeah like we can check that out but like the falling his- down on you part yeah like it has like a <laughs> historical tour type of situation not like yes. that we're just gonna find it and go into this like probably condemned home that no one's lived in for who knows how long um yeah. and i don't totally know what the gang's plan was i think they were just gonna like march up to the door and ask for the ruby back because they are like the front door is locked. Let's go to the back. And so they just go around back to like knock on the door and like jiggle the like handle to see if it's open. Um, and they assume that I guess he's in this house. The swamp man is in that house. Um, and here I wanted to pause again, because if I was building or buying like a creepy house miles away from society in the middle of like a eerie swamp, like what would be on my like must have list like when you're looking for an apartment as an adult it's like a washer and dryer in unit or like when we were buying our houses like a backyard is a must-have because we've got giant dogs um 
so I was kind of racking my brain of like, yeah, what are some of the like must have things? Because I'm going to tell you this house hits them all. Oh. It is the ideal creepy house in the middle Dream of the Dream property woods. in the swamp? Let's I, go. Throughout Let's this go. episode, I will just tell you how this is the home for you. The home that just keeps giving. Yes, exactly. Because <laughs> the, this Victorian creepy spooky ass house has the biggest must have, which is as they walk up to knock on the door, I don't know how the fuck they didn't notice it because it's a giant wooden platform that they step on. Platform? <laughs> I don't think so trap door um oh ooh, yes perfect for your on the go type of couple <laughs> suburban couple yes. <laughs> yeah unwanted visitors always coming right. around trying to like sell you some like dictionaries and encyclopedias trap door their asses <laughs> bam dinner guests and who- their dictionaries <laughs> dictionaries. dinner <laughs> guests who overstay their welcome trap door their ass it's a must-have so again the gang steps up to this back door they try and like knock on the door and this again, giant piece of wood in the middle of the muddy swamp, just like shoop, swings out um, from underneath them. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say the, yes. So we're, have a sorry, you just said that like, do they have to go like upstairs to get to the front door or is it like no. ground level shack? Cause I guess level. I'm imagining it like in the middle of the swamp water. So kind of like elevated uh, or something. No, and I was like, like, wait, if there's a trap door, do they just like fall underneath <laughs> it right into the swamp? No, I guess maybe that's like the marshy part. Like marsh is like, so like swamp, you think more of like the actual water part. Yeah. Like marshy, you think like it's kind of just muddy and like squishy. Yeah. So I guess this is the marsh portion of of the swamp zone, biological zone and habitat. Um, But no, yes, it's on the, it's on the floor or like outdoors, which again would be a bigger indication that they went from like marsh to wooden platform than the door, but the wooden platform is the trap door. So yeah, it swings open. Um, I will say this house, maybe like you should have reworked the layout a little bit because like if you had a trap door, you'd want to like send the people into like, I don't know, like a dungeon or like an unfinished basement of some yeah. variety. Um, but instead the gang nicely, I guess, falls onto a mattress. Um, but there's a lot of like springs sticking out. So like definitely some like Ow. tetanus issues. Yeah. yeah. Um, but you like you were up to nefarious things. You'd like want to hide the like nefarious things instead of dropping people into them um but <laughs> and they're like all out in the open yes so that's what happens is they drop in this trap door and it's in the middle of this like bubbling and like brewing chemistry lab um so yeah they're just right into the middle of it essentially right away so there's like vials and i know like beakers and small fires that are unwatched and unmanned uh and like bubbling liquid or you know test tubes full of like orange and green liquids and like so the lab's like in action it is it's not like the things are cleaned out like someone was literally just in there doing yeah like someone went out to the bathroom mid-experiment and uh (laughs) literally does happen to actually come back in to find a bunch of teenagers and a dog suddenly in like their office, essentially like mm. in their lab. Um, and uh, this, this man who walks in, um, yeah, is definitely the scientist we know because he has like a Bill and I, the science guy, like 
a bow tie, thick glasses, and a white lab coat. So mm-hmm. that indicates this is indeed the scientist here. It's a scientist um, uniform. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a must-have. Even in like he doesn't have a work-from-home outfit, he fully changes <laughs> into his attire. Um, Can't get anything on that nice clothes. Got to wear that lab coat. Mm-mm, exactly. So this guy is like this really tall. He kind of looks like like Leonard Nimoy type mm-hmm. of scientist. Um, again like Bill Nye, he's like kind of lanky and he has this like overt, like I do science fit on. <laughs> um, I will say like, he, he does check on the kids and is like, are you guys okay? You just fell in my trap door. Uh, also like, what the fuck are Why you in you my house? Trap right door? <laughs> yeah. Mm. On both ends. I'm yes. questioning both of these. Yes. Individuals that is what the this kids are wondering. <laughs> yeah. He does. He is concerned with like, are y'all okay? I just have this. Why are you mattress. in my basement? Yeah, it's like you have a trap door. <laughs> yep. There's a lot of pointing fingers happening. Um, and so he does, he introduces himself. Uh, he's pretty polite as Dr. Jekyll. Um, the gang, I know, another eye roll for you podcast listeners from birth. Sorry. Yeah, I gotta, <laughs> I need to announce my eye rolls. <laughs> and eye roll. Eye roll. <laughs> um, so as the gang exclaims how happy they are that he's not the ghost of Hyde who found them down there. Uh, Dr. Jekyll throws a curveball at them and he says, I'm actually not sure that I'm not the ghost of Hyde. <gasps> yep. So it's a sign to run. Yes. Yeah, so off to yeah. a bad start. This man is not sure that he is or yeah. is not the ghost of Hyde. Um, so he does a little bit of explaining to do. Uh, so he's a bit of like an experimental chemist who works to produce different vitamins and medicines. Uh I got the vibe that like his concoctions were, you know, too big, too forward thinking, too risque for an average pharmaceutical company to like have on their books and records. Um, And that's essentially why he ended up at this like creepy old house was like, he probably got like laid off or like quit in a rage that no one was like funding his genius work that would change everything. And so he was like, well, I can't just like do this shit in an apartment. I need an abandoned house somewhere. And so this was probably like- Yeah, the only one on the market. And it just happened to be this like the super booby trapped situation. So Mm. that was the sitch. Uh, And so, yeah, he took his experiments creepily off the record from any legitimate pharmacy. I mean, not that pharmaceutical companies are legitimate, I guess, or good. I mean, they're legitimate. They're not good. Whatever. Yeah, we know how we feel about them. Uh, But he, yeah, yeah, he knew that he had, like, he couldn't just give up on his experiments because the man told him that he couldn't you know, pursue yeah. them. FDA is um, not going to slow me down. <laughs> I mean, oh, we'll get to why. Yeah, he, <laughs> they will, but <laughs> for better or worse. <laughs> They'll really slow you down when they throw you in jail. But uh. <laughs> um, anyways, so experimentation is in Dr. J- Jekyll's blood. Uh, we quickly mm-hmm. learn that he's like the great, great, great grandson of the Dr. Jekyll of notorious fame. Um, oh, wow. And they passed the name down that many times. Yes. Yep. There was wow. no marriage out of marriage situation. Yeah. They just stacked. No stuck. daughters. Yeah. Nope. That, uh, <laughs> sons only that. in this family. Yeah. All right. <laughs> yes. I think it was in the Wikipedia page in the book somewhere. Only sons. And oh I guess God. that he also had sons before the actual Dr. Jekyll killed himself or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Um, so this for our Dr. Jekyll right now is both a blessing and a curse. Um, like his great, great great whatever grandfather uh the original dr jekyll our current day one is really worried that he's actually 
involuntarily morphing into Mr. Hyde. But at this point, it's the ghost of his grandpa, you know, great, great grandpa's uh, ulterior ego and motive or personality, Mr. Hyde. Yeah. So essentially, huh. uh, it's kind of weird that Dr. Jekyll, like, thinks this is happening but doesn't know and so he continues to go into why he thinks this is happening it's not just like a i guess i'm mr hyde now like my grandpa was um, it must be me there's sightings of him i can't think of anything else right so yeah so the gang's a little sus at first but he continues yeah. to explain so this you know he lays out his clues so our modern day Dr. Jekyll had been working on this new vitamin formula and medicine again, off the record here. And he thought that he had perfected it. So to double check, obviously like a good scientist, you need to test it. You can't just like throw shit together and assume it's good. Um, and according to Google, the U S food and drug administration, the FDA was founded in 1906. So it was well established by 1970. Um, mm -hmm. but instead of going through, you know, like drug trials, uh, Dr. Jekyll just like yellowed it and tested the drug <laughs> himself. He like finished the experiment was like, I've done it. I'm going to drink it now. Um, oh what better test subject than the person who made yourself. the thing being tested? Yeah. I guess if you're not willing to like do it on yourself, why would you have it done to other people sure. or something yeah I and, don't know. and if you have any suspicions that it will kill you then you might as well carry all of the knowledge of it to the yes. grave with <laughs> yeah. with the thing itself uh -huh. so go ahead test it on yourself exactly happens. um so side effects are immediate for him um he gets dizzy the tire rooming starts spinning and he passes mm. out okay. um and according to him, uh, or what he thinks at least by this kind of like trial and error situation is that actually testing this new drug, like kickstarted something in his bloodline that had happened with his great, great grandpa's experiments of how at some point his great, great grandpa didn't even need the formula to be changing into Mr. Hyde. Mm -hmm. And so he thinks there was like something triggered in their bloodline because the next thing he knew he was being like shaken awake by his housekeeper, Helga, who found him passed out on the floor of his lab with his shoes covered in mud. So mm. he has no recollection of leaving the lab or anything, but he wakes up and clearly he had been somewhere else. Yeah. Uh, we do eventually actually like meet Helga right now. He's just telling us about her. Uh, but a little background. She is his housekeeper um, out there in the swamps with him. Thinks she's supposed to be like a Swedish woman because she's like super tall, like blonde, Helga. like Helga. But she has like an American accent, like a Midwestern, like unidentifiable accent. So maybe Minnesotan. Yeah, a little Minnesotan over there. Uh, but yeah, so we'll we'll eventually get to Helga. But that's a brief. Like she's there for Dr. Jekyll, and she's like, "Are you okay?" Like what happened? Like you missed dinner. What's going on here? Um, Why are you dragging this mud in the house? Yeah. I just cleaned your nasty ass <laughs> yeah. lab. Um, <laughs> stop letting people in the trap door. They bring in mud too. <laughs> They're messy. <laughs> and a dog. No. Um, wipe his paws off. So when this happened again, Dr. Jekyll had no memory of it of like, he just drank the medicine, got dizzy, passed out, was, he didn't even realize he passed out. He was just being woken up. Um, and like that first night, uh, this started happening without that like drug prompting. Um, so it's been more than once oh. now that he's just suddenly like gotten super dizzy, passed out and then woken up in the same scenario. Um, and when tonight he was woken up by Helga, 
he happened to have the ruby necklace in his hands, which immediately the gang is like, oh shit, like super incriminating. Yeah, like you're you've done like you've put your own clues together and like this kind of checks out. Um, but <laughs> mystery over. <laughs> we did it again. Good job, team. Everyone shakes hands, pat themselves on the back, front page Cost of the paper. Police, I yep, they've done it for once, and that's my story. The end. Uh, <laughs> no, so this is where we get our first clue. Um, Velma, who apparently, unlike us, is an ecologist and soilologist or something, uh, yeah. she points out that the mud on Dr. Jekyll's shoes is dry. Um, even though mm. they so just it's actually dirt. <laughs> <laughs> Hate you so much. <laughs> and I'm done. <laughs> oh my god! So many people probably just unsubscribe. <laughs> I'm unsubscribing from our. I'm friendship. so sorry. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> all right. Yeah, it was a very Velma move of you right there to be like, "Oh, mm-hmm. Doctor Duckle, you actually have dirt on your it's shoes." Actually, now. dirt. Not it's not mud. mud um, it's dry. Anyway, push up her glasses. Um, <laughs> I mean, glasses. Yeah, there you go. Uh, so yeah, um, Dr. Jekyll hadn't really noticed it. I think he was probably like, I just woke up from fucking being passed out. I don't know what's happening. And he's like, that is weird. And that's like illogical that this would be like, why would it be dirt? Alexis. Um, Please not call it mud, mud. though. It, it's <laughs> Mud makes it more exciting. No, I'm mad There's about nothing it now. Fun. <laughs> nothing fun about dirt um Um, but like then again when does a person like transforming into an entirely different human being make logical sense uh i don't know um so it's official there's a mystery on their hands and this crime that they need to solve of like are you indeed the jewel thief turning into a doctor or mr hyde the ghost of hyde like you think um and you know what would Coolsville be without an adult letting a bunch of minors just run in their home with no other supervision or awareness from their parents of where they are? Because that's exactly what happens. The gang is like, can we look around your house? And Dr. Jekyll is like, sure. I'm going to go like read in the parlor and like, naturally, I'm going to go take a nap. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like have at it kids. Um, so we'll start upstairs. Cause again, obviously it goes without saying the gang splits up. Um, yeah. So uh, Shaggy and Scooby get assigned the attic and they go up there right away. And here they immediately question like what the fuck Helga even does for a job because this attic is like (laughs) covered in cobwebs and dust. Like there's like bats flying out of like chests that they open. There's like little like clouds of dust as like they like sneeze in it. And like it clearly like is not going well like people have not come it's up not here. been kept up yeah no no no. or no at one least is like cleaning that room yeah that. like if anyone's going up there they're not swiping any surfaces as they go perhaps um, they're not coming back down perhaps mm-hmm. uh and among all of these like chests and old closets uh shaggy and scooby find like entire costumes within some of the chests um they remark that like someone must have been in showbiz or something because it's like you know like clowns and like sailor costumes and like military gear and like a bunch of different costumes um an ape costume all this stuff so you know they of course try on costumes instead of looking for clues um but it's interrupted (laughs) by the final like finally the appearance of helga who's apparently ready to finally clean it up uh, she's 
just walks up there with a duster and like kind of lectures them. She's like, I just finished cleaning this and you guys are making a mess. Um, and yeah, Shaggy and Scooby are like, no, you did not girl. Like, <laughs> you did not just clean up here. Uh, does, mm-hmm. yeah. Does like your boss not come up here? Cause it is a freaking mess. Um, <laughs> you don't have to lie to us. He's right. not up here. You can tell us you don't clean right. this room for real. We, You're stealing know. money from him. We get it. Yeah. It's fine, girl. <laughs> He's crazy anyways, clearly. Right. Um, so let's go downstairs now. Uh, so there it's Fred, Velma, Daphne. They're like rummaging through like the sitting room and living room and stuff. And this is quickly where they find clue number two. So in the mm. fireplace, there's some pretty like fresh like ashes and some like still like dimming embers um and there's a bunch of paper in there and you know at first it like could be seen as like yeah they were just trying to like find other material to stoke the fire like finding dry wood in the middle of a swamp slash marsh is probably challenging because it's always wet there um but they end up finding uh they pull out a piece of paper fred does uh that's not fully destroyed but all the edges of it are burnt um And again, it looks, it's like still pretty warm. Like the edges are still kind of like falling off. So like this was clearly recent. Um, And what they find is an old newspaper clipping featuring a world famous acrobat and trapeze artist whose latest feat was an act that essentially was like flying between the buildings. Um, Mm. And who may Literally flying or like tightrope type Um, of... The way Velma and Daphne were like, what is this? And Fred was like, you guys don't know they like fly between buildings and that's all he said oh, about it so okay i don't flying know. it is yeah. yes it's something Thanks, between fred. buildings yeah real helpful fred clearly <laughs> he's like he'd be the one at like the magic show where like how does he do it and he's like there's someone else in the box and you're like thanks fred, fred. come on away. man yeah <laughs> exactly so uh there's a picture of the acrobat there and the like stage name. And it is the one, the only, the unmistakable Helga the Great. Um, So clearly, yeah, the past life. Um, And after these two or yeah, this, the, the dirt on the shoe and then this Helga the Great clipping that was recently being burnt, the clues just like, keep coming Um, Mm. in clues that will put Dr. Jekyll's own theory to the test. Who's just again like reading in the parlor, like letting the kids I don't, do all the I hope work. I don't turn into my evil alternate right. half and like <laughs> murder these children and, at yeah, any point. And, and Helga and steal more <sighs> valuable jewelry. Exactly. So we cut <laughs> back, back to my book. <laughs> yeah. And next page. Uh, <laughs> so cut back to Shaggy and Scooby, who somehow are now on the run from the ghost of Hyde, who suddenly appeared. Um, mm. Up in but the if, he, are they still up in the yes, attic? In okay. the attic through like a hidden door. So again, cool other features of this house. It has a huge attic, yeah. so much storage space. It yeah. has hidden doors in the attic. Like if you need to come and go quickly from it, great. Um, so again, uh, they are on the run. Of course, they somehow kind of slip away from the ghost of Hyde, but in the process, they run downstairs. Who do they run into? Velma, who's always getting trampled by one of them. (laughs) And they slide down in this like giant laundry chute. Again, great perk of a house. Full laundry room. You have a laundry chute that I knew someone growing up who had one. And it always was so cool because you just like walk out of your bedroom and just throw it down there and went straight to the laundry room. We had like, one. It was great. Ah. Or I guess my mom still has one. Oh. Still the same house. Yeah, it was beautiful. Wait, where is it? Um, upstairs. It's, it's um, you know, like right when you come up our upstairs. Yeah. 
there's like you go straight down the hall into yeah. the loft in my mom's room oh, there it's, it's like, like right there. on that little side wall oh, right there got it Kinda it's like, like right outside. So yeah out of, all right yeah. great well now everyone anyway, knows the layout of your mom's house we, we got it's into cool. some trouble dropping some things <laughs> yeah, i know it's like i'm not gonna get too specific on where this is <laughs> and like, address is... let me actually just pull up her the house blueprints from the <laughs> county auditor website and share my screen so you guys can really Perfect. get a feel um but Excellent. yeah we definitely got in trouble putting some stuff down that laundry chute that right. we should not have when we were younger i won't get into that because some people might call certain authorities mm, on mm -hmm. me <laughs> yep including your mother herself uh yes the one she didn't know about so yeah, yeah that's like one like putting a laundry in a house that has children of course it's bound to like mm -hmm. get ruined somehow things are going to get dropped down there yeah it's so way. fun um yeah. <laughs> did you guys ever put your founder down it your cat <laughs> oh no <laughs> i didn't want to say it I was like, if I say it, Pete is going to be calling. <laughs> I would get in trouble. Um, founder lived a very long, healthy life. Many, many years after we ever dropped her down our laundry chute. So, yes, while cool. she may have made her way down the laundry chute, it never once injured her. Yeah, I mean, we loved she that was... cat with our entire heart. And yes, she, she, was she lived a very she long, did... beautiful, spoiled life. I she did say. very spoiled. She yes. did not appreciate what she had. Let me mm -mm. tell you. I mean, she including came from those this... trips down the laundry chute. <laughs> right. This is like magic for her. She probably left them. Yeah. All right. Anyways, we'll move on from founder. I'm sorry for calling you out like that. I just okay. I took a I second like, to think I about felt, it. I kind of knew. I was like, dang it. If I say one more word, she's gonna know I put my cat down <laughs> that laundry chute. Yeah. Like, maybe if I stop right here, she won't ask. Mm -mm. You asked. Yeah, and I put it together you know, real quick. Go ahead. Give me a call if you want. We'll talk about it. <laughs> we'll talk about it. Yeah. Um, anyways, uh, so you know, this laundry shoot though was more than cat size. It was great dane size because oh, Scooby, Shaggy, massive. and Velma, yeah, all just tumbled down it. Um, so like I would have, it's basically a slide at this point. Uh, oh, but they land in the laundry room and they like Shaggy like slams into the other wall. Uh, but they find the next clue there because. Uh, like ironing board like comes out from the wall um, mm. and in and it has a, a couple of things on it which are all now clues so they find a pair of actually muddy freshly muddy shoes they find a feather duster yes yeah, not dirt shoes mud <laughs> shoes uh, they find a feather duster and they find a set of clothes um, so our investigators all rejoin each other and they are on the scent at this point, um, like somewhat literally, because they've got Scooby-Doo with them. Um, mm -hmm. And uh, they chase down the rest of these clues. Basically, they're like, we found a feather. Like, this is sketchy as hell. Who else have we seen recently with a feather duster? Uh, so they're like, let's just go poke around. Um, yeah. I'll go through. Like, Sorry, can I? Real yes. quick, I want to interrupt. You say yeah, that yeah. they also found an outfit, like a spare outfit. Mm -hmm. What kind? Like uh, uh, it's like arbitrarily just like the green coat that oh, uh, okay. has been seen by Swamp Man. Yeah, yeah, gotcha. it wasn't okay. They like they didn't really pick outfit. it up. I didn't know yeah, if it was yeah. like a made outfit to go with oh. the feather duster or just like okay. Nope, it was just like oh, here's a green. It coat. was the culprit, likely the culprit's outfit. Yes, I think that's the, what they put together. Um, yeah. So they just like bang into like Helga's room um, and they like turn it inside out. Um, but under her mattress, they find a bottle of like phosphorus paint, which is like glow in the dark paint. 
Um, mm. And a bottle that's simply labeled knockout pills, but I think that just means like roofies. Um, <laughs> In a PG sense. Yes, it's just <laughs> knockout pills. Knockout pills. They just put you to sleep. Mm-hmm, exactly. Uh, and the gang is like so hot on this trail right now that like even Shaggy finds like a tangible clue, not just like a mm. hunch that like Velma puts together. Uh, he, while well, they were searching. This house is just teeming with yeah, clues then because if Shaggy is even finding one then it's yep. like the, whoever on, the culprit is did not clean up their tracks whatsoever exactly anyway, um, and yeah so like shaggy's out in the hall everyone else is like searching the room and here's why though i think shaggy actually found a clue more than anything else is that there was like a bowl of fruit just in the hallway and so he was eating um mm. so it's not like he was helping at all looking. still yeah yeah mm-hmm. uh so as he like announces he's like pokes his head and he's like hey guys i found something like i found a like, pretty weird clue uh the ghost of hyde pops out and oh. takes shaggy and again perks of this house disappears because secret doors everywhere in this place more trap doors secret doors we see at one point in various chase scenes one of those like giant door that behind it is a smaller door and a smaller door and a smaller oh door, and a smaller door. <laughs> yeah like this house how big is this house on the outside it's like you have to interdimensionally travel <laughs> yeah. or something it's like the doors open actually portals <laughs> and you're just like going in yep. different dimensions throughout the same house but like here's <laughs> the thing is that like on the outside it doesn't look huge but it's so it's open concept, so it feels really big. I think oh, so. Again, okay. high ceilings, you, mm-hmm, exactly. Yeah. Like a lot of natural light, not a lot of natural fog light because it's the swamps. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So here's also where it gets like a little dark again because we like we re- rediscover Shaggy, um, and he, he's like fully strapped down onto like a metal metal like surgical table, like yeah like fully like straps like unable to move um the ghost of Hyde is next to him like cackling and like fucking with like chemistry sets because he's about to like experiment on shaggy so like again uh like towing that line between like this is gonna get into some real dark shit and like (laughs) it's a children's show it's okay (laughs) yeah he's gonna have a scalpel in his eye (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> ah, classic oh his eyes are about to be plucked out oh you ghost of hide <laughs> you kids crazy kids yep exactly <laughs> um but luckily like a good boy scooby is having like a full freak out and is like i gotta find shaggy um and so naturally he does a chase scene ensues you know they go through the like swamp slash marsh there's some alligators shenanigans um when they finally are able to get away from the ghost because like the ghost had no interest in entering the swamp situation um shaggy's able to reveal his discovery because they're like why did the ghost take you like what's going on and shaggy's like probably because of this and he pulls out from his pocket this set of four suction cups um which is the final clue and we'll explain That's why. the clue that Shaggy came across mm-hmm. when he was eating the fruit. Okay. Yep. Yes. So like, he got cut off before yep. he exactly. exposed what he found. Okay. Yep. Interesting. Um, cups. Mm-hmm. So here's the problem though. So like they have all these clues and how do they like definitively prove again, like this evidence they've contaminated all of it. Their fingerprints are now on like the roofie bottle. Like as per usual. Yeah. Mm. And like, it's going to get caught up in some shit from that. (laughs) Fred, your, your handprints are on this bottle of roofies. That's not good. Put everyone's (laughs) handprints on that, Fred. This is not great. Um, So 
yeah, like how do they prove the theory here that of course, like Fred and Velma, as soon as they see the suction cups, they're like, we know it, we've Mm -hmm. got it type of thing. Um, As per usual. Yeah. So like, how do they prove that theory? Like how, how do you like put all this together in a sense that's like provable to the law and like what actually has been done with the Ruby that Dr. Jekyll handed out earlier? Like, did anybody confiscate it? Because I don't think they did. I think they were just like, you hold on to that, even though like you think you're this ghost type of thing. Mm -hmm. Um, So as per usual, a plan gets hatched that requires teamwork, cunning, a bit of theater with the costumes. Um, Mm -hmm. And once the costumes, mm -hmm, lots Mm -hmm. of quick costume changes here. Uh, And so once of course, a hide shows up again, wanting to chase them out, especially knowing that they found like these suction cups now. Um, And so trying to chase them out. And I do just have to say what the, what the chase scene ensued and like how they caught him because like soon we gloss over it um fred velma and daphne all also dressed up as the ghost of hyde because there were apparently also obviously like the green paint but like apparently there were also like three other wigs and like three full outfits for these three like very differently sized humans Mm. um all matching like Velma it like looks like a child in hers versus like the actual <laughs> hide is like very big and like tall so I don't I just wanted to I know it's the magic of theater but but hey you know sometimes yeah. you just have to order a lot of different you gotta order the different sizes you don't when know you're doing casting fit. calls yeah you don't know necessarily who's gonna get the role so that's so you gotta true. be accommodating mm-hmm. for all of the people who are trying out you in know this what? case that's a good point <laughs> It yeah. could have been a child, apparently. <laughs> and then uh, once you don't need them, just stuff them in a trunk in an attic and yes, uh, have a random nope. house in the middle of a swamp. Yeah, because you know no one's going to find it because no one's freaking cleaning it. Like, yeah. you know your boss isn't going up there, so why do you need to bother cleaning it and all that? Yeah, so Just hide it up there. Yeah, so the ghost of Hyde, like, freaks out. Like, I think he thinks that he's, like, lost his mind because he's, like, seeing double. Uh, and he runs out into what the gang hoped he would run out. The trap door. Uh-huh. Um, so uh, full circle. That good old trap door, baby. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you own this house, you gotta watch out for the booby traps yourself. Like if you're living there, everywhere, you apparently. should know. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah. So yeah, this swamp person, swamp man, uh falls into the their trap that they have set there. Um, and they are ready to rip the mask off. Um mm-hmm. so as per usual. Let's review. So we've got clues. We've got the bloodline. Yes. I was going to say, we've only met, we've only met like two people. (laughs) Yeah. That's a, the the suspects are very limited in this Mm -hmm. one. Although they do sometimes like come out of left field and like unmask someone who, Mm -hmm. You didn't the audience yet. has not been introduced to. Yes. Or like but you've met anyway. for three seconds. Like, is it like the malt shop guy, yeah. who, like, owner who like delivered them their malts and was like, how he is the magic show roofied their malts actually <laughs> to like get them off of the trail. Uh-huh. Anyway. Exactly. Like, was it the cop who was just like, I guess he was chasing the ghost of Hyde, but was he? I, I was know. wondering at first. I was like, I guess maybe the cop could be a suspect. Mm-hmm. He was there. He had a line. Mm-hmm. So he he's involved in he all of this. Could have been there. Yeah, he Let's not overlook him. Yes. Uh, but we'll we'll talk about what the clues actually are. So yeah. we've got the bloodline of a crazy scientist who morphed into a crazy like murderer. Uh, mud slash dirt on a pair of shoes. Okay. Well, I guess we have two pairs of shoes. A dirt pair of yeah. shoes and a mud pair of shoes. 
um, with that were with the feather duster and a fit, um, an old burnt article and like other, uh, you know, like burnt papers that they weren't able to like look into kind of all just was ash at that point, uh, glow in the dark paint and roofies and suction cups or knockout pills. Sorry. Knockout pills. We're, we're calling them roofies. Uh huh. Yeah. Warner um, Brothers would prefer that we call them knockout pills. Probably. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, okay. Most likely. Um, so as they like get ready to rip the mask off, like Fred and Velma are like prepping the high five to be like, we're so fucking right. We're the smartest people in the world because I've also realized that it's always those two who like mm-hmm. know who it is. And they're like always ready to be like, duh type of thing. So now I'm like keying in on them doing that. Um, So they rip off the mask. Do we want to guess who of our four characters? True. It is. All right. I do want to guess. I'm really pulling for the malt shop guy, (laughs) but I'm going to guess all logic tells me that it's Uh the lovable seven foot tall Helga. They're going to say the lovable policeman. (laughs) No like, comment. I just, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But <laughs> maybe this one was lovable. Dime yeah. a dozen. I mean, um, yeah, he seemed like he was just there to like have donuts and like, he clearly yeah. didn't give that good of a chase. Like <laughs> <laughs> he was preoccupied. He's like, yeah. I didn't actually see a crime. So yeah. He was like, he I'm was just scaling off. a building. Or, I guess so. he, he did see the, the police officer did yeah. see um, hide holding yeah. a, um, the, the actual necklace, right? Yes. Okay, so he, Which, there, so allegedly, or like you could assume there was a crime. So yeah, maybe he was a little bit more invested, but. You know what? I'm actually going to pull back from even assuming he's a real cop. Like he could have just been like a stripper in cop's clothing because he <laughs> saw a crime happen somewhat kind of gave chase, but didn't call for backup. Like we don't hear or ever see that there are like cop cars swarming in Coolsville because he was like, I saw him. He's on the run. Let's track him down. I think the cop, the cop was just like, eh, all right, well, whatever. Yeah, I'll get he was actually one of the village people just grabbing <laughs> a bite in between, in between shows. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He like also went to the malt shop. He was like, I'm kind of hungry <laughs> or something. So yeah, question. Or he's like a corrupt cop and was like, yeah, baby. He's like, I'm actually going to get paid part mm. of that fee from that, yes. that uh, jewelry if I just kind of push this under the rug. It could have happened. Um, yeah. Okay, back to But our... it probably didn't, did it? <laughs> yeah, no. He just gave up, I think. Okay. Anyways, that's all conjecture. Um, Yeah, so Fred and Velma are like gearing up those high fives because they're like, it's obviously fucking Helga. And then the mask comes off. It's Dr. Jekyll underneath the uh, mask, baby. Classic. Yep. So mm. um, once the authorities, namely the sheriff, who's both like wearing a weird cowboy hat and who handcuffs himself to Dr. Are, Jekyll. Are, <laughs> he, he is new. <laughs> it was his first day on the job. This was his first real big arrest. He still was trying to figure out how to use it. He just like, I was like, 
each in one wrist. Like Dr. Jekyll would just punch him at any point. Exactly. He just like punches him or like runs away. Like I imagine he's a pretty big guy because the monster is like big. Yeah. So like like he just like drags the sheriff along with him. Like he could have like, he was like next to all the lab equipment. I'm sure he's got like scalpels and shit or he could have like broken a test tube or like thrown like an acidic substance on the sheriff. Glass over the sheriff's head. He's like wheeling and dealing with the one arm. He could have overtaken the kids probably um <laughs> but i guess this is a reflection oh, no. on why mystery inc exists is that like clearly they're like law enforcement is like a guy who doesn't give chase or call for backup about and a doesn't literal know crime. how to use handcuffs <laughs> yeah and then yeah the sheriff who doesn't know how to use handcuffs and yeah like you you briefly said before you realize the handcuff situation where are they cowboy hat in the swamps like i know unclear okay, are they in texas or are they no. are they in mississippi i i don't i mean maybe people in mississippi wear cowboy hats maybe i don't know i, I don't know, know. if don't you're know. from mississippi leave a comment let us know yeah you guys were i did not think anyone besides southwesterners did that yeah. so hey I what's the deal yeah yeah anyways so uh yeah dr jekyll only one handcuff cuffed uh handcuffed um lays out what the situation was uh so dr jekyll as we mentioned was out here experimenting in the swamp because essentially his career was falling apart and failing um and then even out here the last couple years his experiments were also failing this like goal to create this like miracle medicine and vitamin wasn't working he wasn't living up to any part of this bloodline and this lineage of like successful experimental scientists. And like, even the man mad scientists in his bloodline were like successful mad scientists because they like lost control of their experiments and it was like crazy cool and stuff. Mm -hmm. So like most, you know, rock bottom people sometimes do. No, not really, actually. Just this one. He turned to crime. Like, just this guy. Uh, Because he, like, needed the thrills or just needed to pay the bills (laughs) or something like that. Thrills and Um, bills, babe. mm -hmm. Because I I did think about it, though. I was like, yeah, why would he, what what does crime, like, why, how does crime serve him? Doesn't make his experiments better or anything like that. And clearly he's, like, not going through the FDA to, like, sell his medicine but I was thinking about it and I was like, you know what? I bet he bought this old ass house that like is like, it's like creaky. It's like, honestly, I know I've been selling it to you. It's a fixer upper. It's like not maintained. <laughs> it's like got a lot of holes. Like broken This is windows. now the fine print, the yeah. fine print of the sales contract, the yeah. land contract. Like, like it's open. It's got an open concept and high ceilings, but there's also a lot of creaky floorboards. Yeah, it's got a lot of natural light because there's a lot of holes in the walls. Um, And, like, it's in a swamp, which, like, I bet means, like, the cooling bills for, like, a house that big and that many trap doors and, like, secret halls is probably astronomical and, like, Mm -hmm. through the roof and, like, the humidity. a lot of dehumidifiers. Yeah, I think there's a lot of, like, rotted wood type of thing. Mm -hmm. So I think he was just trying to fix this house up in the end. Like, he needed that cash. Um, (laughs) But as per usual, uh, he did not get – he didn't expect to get chased by – by the kids all the way to the swamp. Um, And so he kind of had to do some like pretty quick thinking as he was like on the run from them. Now, but Mm -hmm. hold on. Mm -hmm. But he took their car to the swamp. Mm -hmm. So I, I I get, so he didn't expect them to get out of the car and chase him the extra like 10 feet to the shack. 
I think two different things. One, Bert, he's a failing scientist. You think True. he thought through all of no. this? No, two, and he's like drugged up on stuff too. Yeah. So he's, yeah. And two, I guess I would be like, I don't expect like a bunch of children to be dumb enough to chase me a criminal. That's like, true. Yeah. It's one thing to hitch a ride somewhere yeah. but for them to then get out of the car. Yeah. Yeah. And you'd run be like, him. that's you're right. Okay. You're I right. spooked him. They're going to get back in the car and to leave as soon as yeah. possible. Cause they're terrified. But no, yeah. they were like, let's do this. And he was like, that's fair. Fuck? Like I could have, I could be murdering you kids. Like, why are you chasing me still? <laughs> yeah. You, where um, are your parents? <laughs> yeah. Like I'm actually going to stop and talk to your parents. Let's go yeah. back to Coolsville. We, we need, need to have, have a conversation. Talk. Yeah. Um, so yeah, his quick thinking, he decided to lean on his like great, great, great grandfather's, uh, lineage and like play up the curse. Um, but use that as kind of like, uh, you know, get out of jail free. Like, oh, it could be me, but let's lay out some red herrings, which, you know, a classic ah. Scooby-Doo phrase. <laughs> Can't wait till we talk about Putnam Scooby-Doo. Oh, but anyway. yes. <laughs> um, which also, it's not on HBO Max. It's only on uh, Boomerang. Well, then. We got to talk about this afterwards. Investment. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Off, okay. Here. Off cool. screen. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah. Um, we'll, we'll make that work. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. I looked. Um, so he laid out what he thought. And actually it was like a pretty clever plan actually to like lay out this evidence to pin things on Helga. So he like slipped like those roof, the again, roofies. Um, and call, uh, call them what they are. <laughs> call them Walks like, we, like a duck. Them, like, talks like them. a duck. Yeah, <laughs> roofies a like a duck. Um, <laughs> so yeah, he slipped all of that in like the paint under Helga's mattress uh, he like quick changed mm. his shoes and like put his dirty ones, like the actual muddy ones in the laundry room, which only she goes. Um, he slipped on his other shoes with the actual dirt on them thinking that like, again, he could like maybe be like, Oh, it, is it me? Oh God, they're dry. What do you, Oh no. Which also again, questions Helga's like job because she, the, there was still dry mud on the other pair of shoes. So she clearly didn't fucking clean those either. anyways she didn't do it so it's fine um so yeah so he like tried to frame helga but the biggest thing that uh in retrospect to the gang was like duh it wasn't helga because she wouldn't have needed the suction cups because she was an acrobat oh yeah Uh well i mean to be fair no one can scale a building without something you can be the most great could (laughs) she could she's practically spider-man spider woman Exactly. The Swedish spider woman. Thank you very much. Actually, that um, has a good ring to it. Sorry. Oh, yeah. The Swedish spider woman. All right. Yeah. One day we'll come out with a comic book and that'll be it. Um, yeah. That Marvel was my contribution. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, and so, yeah. So in retrospect, they were like, oh, duh, we should have known. Like, she wouldn't have needed that. But Dr. Jekyll did because, yeah, how else would he scale the building? Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, it is, I will say, pretty funny, like, all of this gets uncovered with Helga standing right there. And like this bitch like scolds him like a child and is like mother, like I'm disappointed in you voice, uh, which I just really appreciate. Um, and he, that'll gets car- teach him not his hard time in prison. You know but what? I did also scolding think of Helga. I did also think about that, that like, he's going to get a few years at most. Like he's uh, not going to get oh, that much most, time. Yeah. Like really like uh, a couple, like, pet like not like it was a petty theft like a couple jewelry thefts and like breaking and entering like yeah he's not getting a life sentence like and he doesn't have any prior charges like and even there's if no he, violence 
Yeah, mm-hmm. that's true. Yeah, I mean, you're right. So yeah, he's and he's, like- he's probably you know a, an older white male. So yes, he's gonna. So. Yep. And like safe. could have some like backup cash and like I don't know, he could pay his bail really quickly too. And like yeah, there's a lot of things here. Or he that could means... just roofie all of the sheriff's department and then just get away sneak out of there and be like, this yeah, find never happened. Another do like trap a door smoke or something. <laughs> He's yeah. gonna trap door the entire police department and then run. Huh. Um yeah, so I did think though, I was like, you know what? Like not only, yeah, he's not gonna get a very harsh sentence, but like I don't know why, for some reason, I was, like, thinking about his time in prison, but I was, like, you know what? He's probably going to, like, thrive because I bet he's going to do some, like, experimental, you know, like, prison, like, toilet water, like, concoctions and, like, get Uh, shit from the commissary and, like, make a bunch of drugs in there and, like... He'll be, like, the chef slash also the main connect. Yes, connect for, like, new drugs. Like, he's going to, like, make PCP (laughs) in there or some shit. And then he also has an entire, like, population of guinea pigs that he's going to use. Like, he's going to give all of those prisoners. So I think he's going to, like, I mean, he was okay to test on himself. He was going to do some tests on Shaggy. Like, he's definitely going to become, like, a kingpin in prison. And then, like, maybe get more sentences because of, like, what other, like, illegal shit he's going to end up doing in prison. So... And um, he could probably yeah. strike a good deal with the for-profit prison industry here yeah. too, where it's like, hey, let me use them as guinea pigs. If yes. they die, then we can just keep rotating through mm-hmm. new prisoners, bringing them in and whatnot. Right. And God, if this I is so evil, to and think if about, I make but... like a genius discovery, like guess what, I did it on your property. Like we can be in mm-hmm. business you together. Get the patents for that, just exactly. Saying. So yeah, I think this. Uh, there's again a lot of towing of darkness in this episode including uh this uh epilogue i believe to um dr jekyll so the end there are, that's it there are <laughs> very good beautiful mm-hmm. that i think that actually might be one of the more classic episodes of scooby-doo mm-hmm. mostly because of the jekyll and hyde thing yep. with the, like everybody knows the classic story yeah. and all of that and i've got to say because of that, I made an assumption about how the episode ended that unfortunately uh. made an ass out of you and me. <laughs> because I was like, oh, sh- surely they won't just like copy the mm-hmm. actual story of Jekyll and Hyde, where it is, in fact, the doctor who yep. is the evil monster as well. But no, they were like, oh, no, fuck that. We're, we're going to use the exact story, guys. These kids aren't going to read. <laughs> These, yeah, they don't know the book. They maybe know the characters, but they don't That's know it. that it's the same person yep. except we do well um, funny enough as i was watching it i also thought it was helga and i was like doing a little bit of like eye rolling of like wow like you guys made it way too obvious exa- like yeah come on I'm- like the paint in her room like come on producers and then i was like oh no i fell right into that trap <laughs> yeah exactly another thing i assumed yep. another way i felt like an ass because mm-hmm. i was like oh these clues clearly are pointing to helga i assume yep. that the writers are trying to set up kind of an easy investigation yep. for us they got clever with this one. Yeah, yeah. They did, I'm not going to lie. Yeah, they got they good. got clever by not being clever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they got clever by plagiarizing. By fo- they got clever by following the plot. <laughs> like, they, they used the source material, they stuck with it, yep. and somehow we still <laughs> you know went off the trail. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. That's what the producers, they all sat in the writing Facts. room, and they were like, why would we change it? It's almost been 100 no, years. Exactly. Let's take it. Let's steal it. The copyright um, protection for Jekyll and Hyde's over because of how old it is. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. So, and yeah. actually, it wasn't even, you said it wasn't written by an American. It's Scottish. Scottish. Right? Yeah. So, there's, there's probably some other different set of copyright mm. law anyway because it's 
European. So, but anyway, oh. um, fancy. Yeah, that's uh, yeah. That's I made some assumptions there. They threw yeah. they threw me for a loop. I gotta. I want to yeah. look up who the writers for that episode were because I want to commend them. That, yeah, well, I don't know if they're still alive, but good job. Well, you know what? Yeah, we'll uh, we'll look that up, and in our like little uh, credits, we'll uh, yeah. I guess if you're only watching box. the vlog, you'll see it. But uh, we'll put the yeah. or yeah, in the podcast, we'll write in the. You will give them credit in our like notes for the podcast. For sure. It will be out there. We should do that going forward too. Just, yeah. yeah, So if people want to go back and watch the episode, which you totally should do, by the way, if you have Boomerang or HBO Max, or if you just have all these episodes somewhere after you listen to us, tell them you should totally (laughs) go back and watch them to compare because it does. It makes you watch these shows a lot differently and just enjoy it that much more when you have this kind of narrative form Mm -hmm. behind them. Yeah. I have to say, I went back and watched. Uh, the episode you did like last week for like take mm-hmm. like you know getting the images and stuff for the video side of things and it was like so much funnier to be watching it like with your voice also in my head and I'm glad <laughs> I didn't I'm glad we don't know before we record what episodes we're doing so we can't like I'll watch yeah. before and see what bird's going to talk about I'm like I have no idea I'll watch it later type of thing we should we should keep doing that yep. too because yeah, um sure. I kind of thought about it when we a behind the scenes little Ooh. look here, but we set up a spreadsheet where uh-huh. we just track the episodes that each of us are kind of talking through. Mm-hmm. And I glanced at it to see what Grace put up there. And I was like, oh, nice. I could go check this episode out. So I have an understanding before she tells mm. me the story, but that would defeat the purpose. Yeah. It's a lot more fun when we do it this way. Yeah, so and then we... We're going to keep it that way where we don't watch yep. them before we talk about them so that we can be as Surprised. excited and like we're yeah listening with fresh ears or watching with fresh eyes. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Um, well, uh, next week will be a bird story, a story by Alexis. So uh, tune in. Come back and listen. Then, uh, again, give us a follow on Satmorn Mist uh, on uh, Instagram and Twitter. And, um, you know, between- if you have any questions or want to see us talk mm-hmm. about anything in particular, you can send us an email at SaturdayMorningMysteries at gmail.com. Yes, thank you. And um, between now and next week, uh, who should they tell about the, who should they tell this podcast? Wait, who should they tell this podcast about? Who should they, what, what am I trying to say? Who should you tell about this podcast? Yes. Why does it sound so who, weird? With whom should <laughs> you about discuss tell. this podcast? <laughs> yes. Uh, this week, you know, when you go to the grocery store, tell the uh, tell the clerk as you're checking out. Yeah. Tell her or oh, sorry, that's bad. I shouldn't assume. Tell them mm-hmm. to watch this podcast. Okay. Or listen to this podcast and yes. watch the YouTube videos. Watch the podcast. Watch the podcast. Listen to the videos. Yes, perfect. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what? While you're at the grocery store, um, uh, maybe tell like the cheesemonger, whoever. Like if your grocery store has like a cheese counter. Like treat yourself to some nice cheese and let them know because then they can also tell the clerk and then they can bond and become friends when they both listen oh to the podcast. God. Making friendships here, yeah, everyone. Making friendships with people we don't even know. Wow. I love, it. I love bringing the world together through wow. Scooby-Doo, through animation, through true crime. Maybe <sighs> not through true, true crime, through fictional, tr- fictionalized <laughs> yeah. true crime. Yeah. I don't that's... think real crime brings the world together. But no. maybe there's an argument there. Yeah. Bonus content. What authoritarian figure <laughs> you're, you're listening to. Uh-huh. Anyways. Right. Well, we'll see y'all next week. Thanks for listening and Thanks watching. Thanks for joining us. Okay, bye. Farewell.
Thanks for tuning in to Saturday Morning Mysteries. If you enjoyed this episode, please share, rate, review, leave us a like, and drop a comment. We post episodes every Saturday and bonus tune tangents whenever we feel like it. So please subscribe so you don't miss the shenanigans. And if you want to follow us on YouTube, click the bell under the YouTube subscribe button to receive notifications when new videos are posted. And if you want to subscribe to the podcast, we have no idea what you're listening to us on. So just hit the big subscribe button on whatever app you're using. We, we believe in you. Give us a follow on Twitter and Instagram at SatmorneMist, all the abreeds, and let us know if you have any episode or show requests by emailing SaturdayMorningMysteries at gmail.com. Thanks to Jenna Kendall for the logo design and to Ava Sakiki for the music used during this week's episode. See y'all groovy kids next week on Saturday Morning Mysteries. Bye.